It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Joe Burrow making slow progress back to practicing, doing a little bit more activity walking around on Sunday, plus other injury notes and camp updates. You are Locked On Bengals, your daily Cincinnati Bengals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What up, Bengals fans, and welcome to another episode of the Locked On Bengals podcast. I'm your host, Jake Lisko. He's your host, James Rapine. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network here on Locked On Bengals, bringing you coverage of your team every day, free and available everywhere you get your podcasts and on YouTube. Today's episode brought to you by Bet Online, who has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online is where the game starts. Joe, uh, James, the uh, game hasn't quite started yet for Joe Burrow, but there was a noticeable uptick in Joe Burrow's activity at practice on Sunday. We've got a bunch of other injury updates, a bunch of guests at Bengals camp on Sunday, plus some other notes from Friday's practice. We'll catch you up on today, including Evan McPherson having an incredibly hot training camp in terms of kicks, not temperature, maybe temperature as well, but the guy has been really accurate from really long range in camp, regardless of who has been snapping and holding. We'll get into that toward the end of the show, but let's start with the Joe Burrow update. All eyes as usual on the franchise quarterback for the Cincinnati Bengals. And well, I jokingly tweeted on Sunday early in the practice session that the next step for Joe Burrow, as he arrived on his cart for yet another day of practice was going to be walking to practice walking from Paul Brown stadium across the street. And he obviously reads my tweets because no sooner than I tweet that did he walk around much more frequently, much more animatedly than he has at Sunday's practice than we've seen from him since his surgery. And he had a ball in his hands for the really the first part of practice. I'd say the first couple of drills, he was, flipping the ball, underhanding it a little bit, you know. And so, yeah, I certainly, as, as much as we've seen him move around, no, it wasn't a ton, but he was standing there, and I didn't see the cart right behind him. He wasn't leaning on the cart or anything like that. He's standing straight up, which we had seen, but not for this length of time. And so a couple things. One, I think it's obviously a good sign. Two, I think it just further hammers home this point that this wasn't just a – a simple appendectomy because Joe Burrow was walking three weeks after he had his knee put back together. Remember on Christmas when he said it's a good day for the Bengals and he tweets out the the video, right? I mean, this guy is tough. He played with the dislocated pinky and all these things. And so I'm not saying he's, oh, oh, by the way, did you see uh, DJ reader said he's the toughest guy in the league Mm -hmm. during that Madden, that little Madden video, the Bengals uh, released on Saturday. Um, but we know that, right? We know he's tough. Well, if it's taken him this long to maybe potentially ditch the cart, I, I think it is worth noting. It'll be two weeks on Tuesday. So um, good to see, certainly progressing. But I, I don't 
think we're going to see him throw footballs this week. I would still be pretty surprised there, but he, he's certainly going in the right direction. Yeah, his dad, Jimmy Burrow, was talking to Dave Lapham. I think on Wednesday they recorded, and at that point in time, Jimmy Burrow said a couple things that I thought were quite interesting. One, he called it a serious procedure when it's not routine, which certainly suggests that it was an open appendectomy, which can have a bit longer of a recovery time than the more typical or, or more routine appendectomy, which is laparoscopic. They just make three small cuts and send in cameras and do it that way. Sounds like it may have been the open appendectomy where they actually have to cut through abdominal muscle to expose the organ. So obviously more recovery there and apologies if that is a, a mental image that any of you didn't want. But in addition to that, Burrow mentioned, Jimmy Burrow mentioned that this was Wednesday. So four or five days ago now that hopefully we would see Burrow back on the practice field in two weeks. So that does line up James with, with your idea. He's at a couple weeks lines up with the idea that we probably won't see him throw this week. And, and we'll see if that ramps up for him next week, but plenty of other injury updates, some good news, some bad news, some mixed news, nothing catastrophic. One drew sample who looks like he was having a hard time putting weight on that leg avoided disaster dodged a bullet per zach taylor sounds like he's going to miss a few weeks sounds like an mcl we don't know specifically what it is but it is not something that will potentially keep sample out long term and the other two bits of good news are cali kareem was cleared off the pup list on sunday returned to practice for the first time in training camp that's great news and eli apple was back at practice on sunday as well yeah it was good to see eli out there, obviously, Khalid Kareem is is someone that, especially with you know these defensive ends, you want to make sure that Kareem uh, can get out there, get some reps, and uh, you know it's it's one of those things where you don't want him to miss too much camp, right? And and so uh, good to see him back out there. Good to see Eli. Um, but the the one to me that I saw that that kind of stood out, Lyle Collins is slowly getting there. He's slowly getting there, Jake, and that's I. I I was watching him today, and he wasn't on the rehab field, um, but he was he was working. He was going through different pass sets, working on his footwork, things like that. And then uh, Deontay Smith uh, had that back his back wrapped, and I, I thought it was a knee injury when he got carted off on Friday. But he had his back wrapped on Sunday in the locker room, and he was on the rehab field working as well. So uh, two offensive linemen working through it. I I wouldn't be shocked if we see Burrow start to, to ramp it up, but you know, when he starts to come back, if that's when Collins comes back, cause he looks like he's ready to go. And the, the one thing that, uh, that stood out to me today, it was a non-football act. They had this Bengals canopy protecting the, the radio and big speakers and stuff. And, uh, a just gust of wind. I, I don't think they had gotten the weights down on it yet. A gust of wind had came by and, uh, toppled it over or was about to topple it over. And Collins was one of the guys that caught it. All right, so I don't think you're catching a canopy, and I get it. They don't weigh a ton, but still, if, if your back isn't in at least decent shape. So I think that that's, uh, that's really good news on that front. Hopefully in the strengthening, conditioning part of the rehab process for Collins, no longer in the healing part of the process as much. Many prominent attendees, former coaches, former players, some unrelated players. There were a lot of people at Bengals practice for various reasons on Sunday. We'll get into some of the guests of honor who were there to cover camp coming up next. Level with me.
we've all been in a situation where you need a little extra cash. Things get a little tight. And well, hindsight is twenty twenty. You can't change the past, but you can get help and boost your food future with Dave. Dave is the banking app that can help you get up to $500 instantly with extra cash. It's more money to fill your tank, buy a wedding gift, catch up on bills that you don't know how you're going to take care of them. There's no interest, no credit check needed. Millions of people have already downloaded the Dave app to get the financial relief they need with extra cash. So download the Dave app today in the app store. It's right there for you. D-A-V-E, Dave and sign up for an extra cash account and get up to $500 instantly. For terms and conditions, go to dave.com slash legal. Instant transfer fees do apply. Banking provided by Evolve. Member FDIC. Future you will thank you with Dave. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. James, there were a lot of interesting folks at Bengals training camp on Sunday. And and one was a big surprise. I, I think I saw that Adam Jones, Pac-Man Jones, and and uh, Brandon Marshall were going to be there for I Am Athlete. Chad Johnson, also there. We knew he was coming. He did a, a sit-down, I think, with Jamar Chase, similar to what Boomer Siason did with Joe Burrow last year in NFL, NFL Films, maybe? Generations? I think is the name of the series. So they were all there at practice and, and there's some good stories to go with all that. Chris Henry Jr. was there with, with Pac-Man as well. Pac-Man, of course, adopted Chris Henry's son. And the, the one that was a surprise to me, though, James, was Mike Zimmer. We know his son is part of the Bengals coaching staff right now as a, an assistant. And Mike Zimmer showing up. Uh, at Sunday's practice was the biggest surprise to me, but which which stood out to you the most and, and what stood out to you about each of these various celebrity, former player, former coach guests that the Bengals had on Sunday? Well, yeah, it, it's a big surprise. I thought Chad, I knew Chad was in town. I didn't necessarily think he was going to make it to today's practice. I thought he was going to make it on Monday. Um, and so who knows, maybe he'll be there on Monday as well. Um, but it, it, as far as j- just observations uh let's start with chris henry jr and you're right pac-man jones adopted chris henry jr and uh chris henry's other uh two kids his siblings so um it it wasn't just one they're they're freak athletes adam jones was so excited to show us highlights of, of of chris henry jr and the kid is going into his freshman year and six four i shook his hand he's all of six four long and Pac-Man was showing me highlights of him. Man, oh, my God, the way he runs. He, and, and the thing that Adam really wanted us to know, he's like, man, he's a great great at tracking the ball. And that's the part, man. We've, we talk about it during the draft and stuff, right? It's like, how does he track the ball? How do they track the ball with the ball in there? Well, apparently Chris Henry Jr. is uh, – and he resembles his dad so much. It's mm-hmm. wild. Um, so that, that certainly stood out to me. Um, obviously, anytime Chad Johnson's around, it's it's a big deal. Uh, but the other thing, I think Chad and Adam are both eating built bars daily because they're both jacked still. Like I, I thought Adam Jones was about to try out 
you know, for the open punt returner job. Mm-hmm. And just because I bring that up, I, I think people are going to be like, man, he'd be better than what they got. Watch. Someone's going to say that. Um, and Chad, you, you know how Chad is. He works out all the time. So uh, they, they looked really good. Uh, Brandon Marshall, a giant. That's yeah, the other thing. He's huge. Think he's just a giant human. Um, it, it was really cool. I put, I tweeted a video of it. Mike Brown talked with Chris Henry Jr., um, Pac-Man Jones, Brandon Marshall. Uh, spent extended time, probably 10 minutes, uh, talking with Chris Henry Jr. and his family. So I, I thought that was really cool as well. Uh, but really cool to to have those guys there. Hopefully we can talk to Chad. I was hoping to today. Didn't happen. Maybe tomorrow if he stays in town, which I think that's at least the, the rumor. Um that being said, two, th- two, two other things. One, Chad asked for Jamar Chase's autograph, got it on his shoulder, tweeted that out. Um, and then the other one, the Mike Zimmer thing is interesting because how many – and he is Mike Zimmer and he was the defensive coordinator for years and years and years. But how many offensive analyst fathers <laughs> come to – come to camp you know what i'm saying so mm-hmm. it's just interesting he didn't you know he, he was in the family tent so it makes a ton of sense but certainly good to see uh mike and and he took a picture with uh adam jones as well so i'm sure they were excited to see each other yeah a bit of a reunion especially for for mike brown mike brown and and mike zimmer obviously have a, a relationship mike brown and adam jones have a relationship adam jones has talked a lot about credits mike brown for saving his life talks about that being a, a very special and unique relationship that he he thinks is is very rare on the planet earth and chris henry jr man i mean already has an has an offer or a scholarship to ohio state is a coveted wide receiver i think he's a sophomore right in high school right now he's going into his freshman year i believe freshman I yeah. so young either way and already has an Ohio State offer. Already six four, you said, man. Yes, with, and, with, and he is six four. Like he towers over. And Adam isn't tall. Yeah, he towers over Adam. With with the with the ball tracking, sounds like he inherited that from his dad. Chris Henry was also really good at finding the ball in the air downfield. That's that's all really cool stuff. I also enjoyed the uh, Chad Johnson jumping for a hug with the oh. current eighty five T Higgins. That was. That was a nice moment, but for Mike Brown, I mean, that's a, that's a lot of important people for him, all in attendance on the same day for him to catch up with and, and connect with and talk to, and you know, for all the the stuff Mike Brown takes from from fans over the years, he he does seem to really create enduring relationships with a lot of people, and a lot of a lot of people that have worked for him that have played for him have said really profound things about the quality of person that Mike Brown is, which I've always found to be uh, a really interesting aspect of, of Mike Brown's ownership of the Cincinnati Bengals. Mm -hmm. No doubt. And that's, uh, you know, that's why he's loyal. I'll say that. I mean, he's loyal and, and they are changing the way they do things, but you don't really hear anyone that's tight with them or players say anything real bad honestly and so you're right i think that that's a good point you made but really cool to see them out there uh adam jones is in the locker room too so i got to see him interact with t one-on-one uh up close and personal gets to interact with jamar you know up close and personal tyler boyd same thing so um i thought that's cool but 
just good to see those guys back. Now, what, what I would want is for those guys to bring their cleats and Adam has to guard Chad and Chad has to try to beat Adam. That A best of three with with Joey B throwing so he can't throw. So maybe we'll run it back in a couple of weeks. But I th- that's what I want. That's what the – give the people what they came to see, Jake. Let's go. As much as they were there and there were a thousand, you know, a thousand plus fans there today. Come on now. Who wouldn't want to see that? That would get your popcorn ready. I'm still on the TO line. I, I would say that Adam Jones is probably the one that doesn't want to see that. He he told Jeff Hobson that he he had a groin surgery that he he's he's admitting that he can't play because of that groin surgery. So really? I would say Adam Jones is is ready to ready to move on from he, from he running around like that. Wow. I mean, he looks Maybe it's because he was doing all that boxing training, but he looks like he's in crazy shape right now. Oh, I'm sure so. he's still working out, but uh, you know the groin surgery I think made an impact for him, according to what what Jeff Hobson wrote. Uh, so probably Pac-Man would bow out, but put put Chad out there in coverage. He he would love to try to. I mean, he did right. He's he's been in coverage against Jamar and against T, or at least Jamar, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we saw that last last year at some point, I believe. Last yeah. camp. Yep. So we have some football stuff to talk about as well. Some some updates on Evan McPherson. I mentioned at the top has been on fire. And it sounds like Sunday was more of the same in, in a lot of ways for, for some prominent themes throughout camp. And we'll get into some of the big notes to finish up the show coming up next. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your betting needs. All your favorite sports, they got them in one place, whether it's UFC, NBA, NHL, NFL, doesn't matter. They got you covered. So whether you want to wager on Joey B to be MVP or you think that the Reds are going to win it all in, well, let's be honest, not this year, but maybe the Padres win the World Series. You you could wager on all that so much more at BetOnline. I've used them. You should too. It's real easy to sign up. It's free to sign up. You can do so on your mobile device, your tablet, uh, obviously, your cell phone, laptop, PC. So go there now. Bet online where the game starts. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. James, there have been some trends that I've noticed across various writers who have discussed and written about training camp so far, including things like 53-man projections and just common standouts. We'll get to those in a minute because the first one is that, and and you can tell me what you saw uh, on Sunday if he kicked, is that Evan McPherson, for two practices in a row, didn't miss a field goal and was kicking like five out of his six field goals in practice from 50-plus yards. For, for two days in a row last week on Thursday and Friday. And there was some, I don't remember which analyst it was. Oh, yes, I do. I'm not going to name him. There's been some discussion around kickers not progressing linearly. Kicker regression, especially when it comes to 50-plus yard field goals when you're not named Justin Tucker. And I, I would say that Evan McPherson's run of it so far in training camp 
certainly suggests that he will continue to hit big, deep field goals in the future. And and so I, I just think that that is worth pointing out that he's consistently hitting in camp and he's hitting from 50 plus consistently. And that's something that before Evan McPherson, the Bengals have not had in their back pocket in quite a while. He's a weapon. No doubt about it, a weapon. And you said back-to-back days. I'm actually thinking about it. I personally don't think I've seen him miss in camp. I'm trying to remember. Maybe a miss. I think there was one early. Okay. And, and so, like, that's – they're few and far between. And uh, I know Zach Taylor on his Friday – yeah, Friday news conference, almost – he almost gave us the stats. He was like, oh, we got the stats. And he kind of stopped himself and said, I'm not going to give them to you. But, yeah, I mean, the kid is just uh, really, really impressive. And uh, the, the thing that I think we'll see hopefully this year is he's even better on kickoffs too. And, you know, this offense puts him in position to, to, to score even more, right? And so he's great. I mean, think about that. You get you get two game changers like that, uh, you know, and I'm not ignoring the rest of the draft, but you get a Evan McPherson and a Jamar Chase – it doesn't matter about the rest of the draft. They already won that draft. Moving on to the next one, you know, and and that's the type of impact Evans had. So, uh, I, yeah, I don't even know who the hell you're talking about with the regression and all that. Um, I, I think for the that's best. Silly. for the best yeah. that we don't that we don't dive too far into that. <laughs> yeah, I, I, just, I, I, but I think that's that that's silly. Why would why would he get worse or why would he step back? Like he's a freak. Like it, we're not saying that about Jamar. Just because he's a kicker, it doesn't mean he's not a freak. And I think it's the uh, it's the same idea as don't draft kickers. It, historically, drafting kickers is not better than not drafting kickers. And historically, kicking fifty plus yard field goals is not consistent for people not named Justin Tucker. But you know, instead of people not named Justin Tucker, I think we're soon going to be saying instead of people not named Justin Tucker or Evan McPherson. And there might be some others that come along too. Maybe kickers are just getting better. Because remember when they moved the the point after back when it seemed like kickers in the NFL were just too good? And then since then, kickers in the NFL have been really inconsistent. Maybe kickers are just catching up and they're really good. Uh, But Evan McPherson certainly stands out. And it's exciting to see his continued growth. By the way, did you see Justin Reed hit a 65-yard field goal for the Chiefs? Not not like with... Yeah, not with like a, a line going on or anything, just from the fifth, from the 45, from their own 45, he kicked a 65-yard field goal, which for a physician player is pretty crazy. That is insane. I did not see that. By the way, that's the other thing. Chad was at practice. They could have had a little kicking competition. Yeah. R- really try to push Evan. I don't – Opportunity missed. opportunity missed. after missed yeah. opportunity. I wanted Chad versus Pac-Man. Then I wanted him to, to, to potentially score a touchdown, and then Chad has to kick the extra point. Jeez. Yep. If only. Well, there are some other themes I want to get your take on, James, before we get out of here that, that I've seen widely reported that I've, I've noticed over the last couple of weeks. First is Kwame Lasseter. We talked about him as an undrafted free agent that's been standing out. Sounds like he had another nice day on Sunday and have seen him start to creep into some 53-man roster projections, potentially pushing – Trent Taylor, or in one case, Mike Thomas, which I think is less likely off of that 53-man roster. Do you think that he's got a real shot at it right now? I do, and I think his path is that punt returner job. Yeah, It just 
to me, Stanley Morgan, Mike Thomas, if they're healthy, they just have too much trust of this staff. They're, they're capable. They know where to be on offense. They can play special teams, and they're good at it. So I think both guys are essentially locks. So you're looking at one of two things. Either you win that punt returner job or you force their hand and make them keep seven receivers. Mm-hmm. And I think that's pretty hard to do. So uh, I do. I, I think he's got a shot. I, th- I think he's a pretty good route runner. I, I think he's got good hands. I haven't seen him drop many passes. So you like what he could bring you on offense. But we're going to have to see it in the preseason. And not just offensively, obviously, special teams as well. And, and so the fastest way. If he can just be solid at punt returner and then show potential on offense, I think there's a shot he makes this team. And we'll have to see if he plays coverage teams as well. That's one of the things to watch, of course, in the first preseason game is who is getting those early reps on the coverage teams, who is getting the most reps on those coverage teams because those are guys Darren Simmons is looking at keeping for special teams purposes. The, the next one, it sounds, you know, Joe Burrow's not out there. And we've, we've kind of repeated a few times, you know, the defensive line is creating issues at times. The offensive line has some question marks at times. The cornerbacks are playing really well. In, in particular, Chidobe Abouzie has had some really fun battles with Jamar Chase and, and has been really sticky. Dax Hill has shown that he can play really tight coverage, I think, relatively consistently. He's, he's been sticky in coverage as well. Saw Dax Hill come on a blitz today and almost get to Brandon Allen on a completion to Jamar Chase. But I think that one was away in time you dm me uh, about brandon allen's best throw of camp which was a slot fade to jamar chase which i agree was a fantastic throw but you go back and you watch that clip jermaine pratt gets there and pulls up before the ball comes out so uh is that continuing to be the theme james like corners playing well defensive line playing well defense seeming very promising yeah, I mean, I, I still think the defense is ahead. I don't think it's as bad as that first day when, when it was like, oh, my God, this again. Like with the, with the, the trench play specifically. So I think it has, has improved. I think part of it is you, you get Kappa some more reps, and, and the more reps you give him, the better he's going to be coming off of that core muscle surgery. So uh, that's certainly part of it. Um, but the defense is usually ahead early on, and, and I, I thought they had a – uh, the offense sort of had a bounce back day on Friday. It was a little better. I agree with you on, on Jermaine Pratt. Um, by the way, uh, on Friday, there were two low snaps. Uh, I counted from Ted Karras. Uh, good news is Brandon Allen was able to, to dig them out. But, um, yeah, I didn't notice any on, on Sunday. So I think that was just a, you know, kind of a one-off type thing. But, uh, yeah, even, even if that snap wasn't low, you're right. Pratt might have got him anyways. Um, he but, came clean on a blitz, and when you come clean on a blitz from the middle of the offensive line, that's making it tough. But what I'll, I will say is uh, and Cam Taylor-Britt was in coverage on, Jam- on Jamar there. Jamar's going to beat a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I really was impressed with the way Cam Taylor-Britt responded to the Alan George stuff. Because if you're a second-round pick and now suddenly you're not on uh, with the first team, Eli Apple's down, and a guy named Alan George is – is is in your spot essentially, but Cam Taylor Britt played pretty well on Friday. Got some first team reps, um, and, and then same thing again uh, on Sunday. Had a couple of passes defensed on Friday too. So no, I, I think he's uh, he understands what, what uh, you know that it, there's going to be some up and down moments, and uh, all the veterans, uh, you know, the Cheetos of the world, the Mike Hiltons have told him short memory, and we know he has confidence. So 
That's the good thing is he's confident, and if he has a short memory, he might make some mistakes, but he should be able to move past them. And he's eager to learn from those mistakes is what it sounds like. The the attitude from Cam Taylor Britt continually impresses me. I just went back and watched that clip, James, just to confirm that it was Cam Taylor Britt in coverage. I see 33, which would be Trey Flowers, which coming in the slot, it was a slot fade. He wasn't lined outside on that play. It does make a little bit of sense. So there's that. But uh, it, it is, I think, noteworthy that Cam Taylor Britt got back in with the ones before Eli Apple's return and also uh, you know good for alan george we, we talked about this the other day that that he's making that kind of impression even if we were told not to make too much of it not to read too much into it just the fact that he earned first team reps at all from from his position as a college free agent is noteworthy as to just the impression he's made on the coaches so far and and just earning that trust and opportunity to do that even if it is just for one practice for a college free agent where there are five veterans uh, or four veterans and, and a second round pick on the depth chart at corner. I think that that does say something about what they think of him, but we'll continue to watch Cam Taylor Britt. Really excited to see him in the preseason along with all of these newcomers for the Bengals get, get a better look at, Cam, at, uh, at, at, uh, sorry, at Dax Hill, at Cam Taylor Britt, at, at Volson, at all these guys on the team who, we're looking to see if they're going to make year one impacts and we're, we're getting there, James. There's a game this week. Yeah. We have a game to cover real football. this week. That's fun stuff down at Paul Brown stadium. That's going to do it for this episode of the lockdown Bengals podcast. The Bengals are back at practice again tomorrow. We'll have your updates there. Keeping an eye on Joe Burrow's health, keeping an eye on all these dinged up injuries and, looking for some more standouts as weeks go on in training camp until next time Bengals fans thanks for listening to the lockdown Bengals podcast who day and have a good one hey prime members you can listen to this locked on podcast ad free on amazon music download the amazon music app today is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.